You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show and also general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. We hope you'll be able to listen to us every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30, as we'll provide you information to you, our listeners, about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works, as well as some energy-saving tips for to save on your utility bills. But most importantly, the phone lines are open, so you can call in, ask any question relating to heating, cooling, or plumbing. Uh, Locally, you can call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And one lucky caller today will win two tickets to the Saturday, January the 3rd, London Lightning game against the Windsor Express. So it'll be another Windsor-London battle going on. But uh, don't wait. Give us a call now. And I'm going to introduce Dan Peterson, our plumbing manager. How was Santa? Santa was great this year. Uh, Santa brought a lot of unexpected uh, treasures that I really didn't think I'd be getting. And uh, grandkids were over, and they got a few unexpected treats also. And your son was uh, back from out west? He was back from out west, and uh, I was at the airport uh, at 5 o'clock this morning, and he's on his way back out west, and hopefully he's got some good weather out there. Uh, Was it a busy airport, or was it? Actually, the airport was quite busy. I was surprised. There was a lot of people lining up for uh, United's flights into Newark. Newark. Oh, good. Uh, So I, I was surprised about that. Yeah, we're awful lucky to have the the, the London International Airport. We are. We I are. know uh, running curling events here in the city, that's been one of the things that allow us to do it because yeah. people can fly right in here. So yeah. we should be proud of what's going on out, out at the airport. I also want to thank a couple of our co-workers, uh, Jason and Chris. Um, Jason was on for the heating and side and Chris was on for the plumbing side on On Call for uh, Christmas and Boxing Day. Uh, and they were out on about six or seven calls over those two days. So it wasn't too bad for them. They probably got some time with their families. Yeah. But uh, we want to say thanks to them for their hard work during that time and uh, appreciate them looking after our customers. can be pretty hectic uh, when you have a problem happen on uh, Christmas or uh, Boxing Day when you have no heat or you have a plug drain. So uh all thanks to those boys for uh, looking after our customers. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, We've been fortunate to win the Consumer's Choice uh, Award for the last three years, Mm -hmm. and we've been fortunate over the last couple of years to win a couple of other awards here in London. And I wanted to give a shout-out to our listeners to make sure they know that the online voting is now up. So the... uh, Best of London that's put out by London Free Press. So you yeah. can go to the uh, Free Press website and you can click on and you can vote, you know, for your best shopping place, best dining, best heating and air, best plumbing. I mean, there's 
I think over 165 categories. I think there was quite a few. That you can vote in. So definitely uh, get in. And then there's one that has just come out, the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. Now, it's a, they're do, taking a little different slant on it this time. You go on and nominate someone to f- get into that category. And then after that, there will be a voting period where you'll go on and vote. Um, I think it's from uh, February and March is the time frame where you vote, but mm-hmm. you need to nominate the people who you want. And again, they have probably uh, 130, 140 categories that you can go on. And their website is readerschoice.londoncommunitynews.com. Or if you just Google London Community News, there's a button there you can click on that will take you and fill you in on the information. So... Uh, any companies you feel, whether it's your favorite restaurant, I I uh, put in my pay, uh, pet grooming, so oh, yeah. it keeps flurried yeah. looking good. So I put that uh, them in and nominated them. But whatever um, category that you want to nominate, you can your best golf course, your best amusement park, uh, best plumbing company. You know we wouldn't mind that. Best heating company, we wouldn't mind that nomination either. Right. But if uh, just go on and nominate whoever you would feel would work out. That would be wonderful. And we talk a lot about, or we get a lot of people talking to us about water softeners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, water really, you know, do I need a water softener? What size? What What should I get? Mm-hmm. How can we help them a little bit with that? Well, London's water isn't really very hard. Um, it, it's actually quite soft compared to a lot. It, coming out of the lake, um, either way, whether it's Lake Erie or Lake Huron. But uh, with the equipment that's out there nowadays, the um, the water heaters, um, a lot of your dishwashers, things like that, water quality is important. So we should make sure that... Uh, if we have some of these uh, high-priced items in our home, we can help protect them by putting a water softener in. Now, how do you determine what the hardness or softness of your water is? Okay, the, the very first thing that you have to do to, to determine the size is we have to find out how hard the water is. And we always measure grains per gallon uh, to do that. We, we take the water, we take a sample of the water, we test it ourselves, and it'll tell us whether the water's eight grains hard or or twenty grains hard, and anything over um, ten, twelve grains, you're starting to get up. The, it's starting to get pretty hard, so that'd be the time maybe you should consider getting a water softener. Um, the, the water softeners come in twenty grain hardness, thirty grain hardness, right on up. So if you have twenty one grains hardness, you should go to a thirty. 30 grain softener. Um, if you have nine grains hardness, you can get away with a 20 grain softener. And that's basically how we do it. It's uh, it's not a big science to it. It's just a matter of making sure what grains hardness the water is and then uh, fitting the equipment to what the customer needs. And then now you, you hear some people who say, you know, my water's discolored or yeah. I've got iron in it. Yeah. Does that softener, besides softening it, remove that? It will remove up to one part per million iron. So if you have a lot of iron in your water, which most people in the country usually have a touch of iron, 
it's unusual not to see that. It will, it will take out, most softeners will take out up to one part per million. And anything over one part per million, that's when you start to get staining. When people do their laundry, they'll get some staining on their whites. That's the first place they'll see it. And if you get over um, one part per million, then you're looking at, then that's a different system that you have to look at, something to take the iron out or a combination iron remover, water softener. But those are all things that can be looked after at a in a home for a reasonable cost. And what's the advantage of softening the water? I mean, does it, I got to use less detergents or my skin feels better, you know, what's... Well, that's one thing. Um, you, you use less detergent. Um, softened water doesn't take as much uh, detergent to do a load of wash or in the dishwasher. Um, some people use less shampoo. Some people always use less shampoo but um, because they don't have the hair that, that they need the shampoo. <laughs> is, is, that, is that a shot at me there, Dave? <laughs> So, I was going to uh, say, if I maybe if I softened my water, I wouldn't have lost all my hair on my head. That might, no, no. That, that doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> okay. But shampoo is important to, to some people. Yeah. And uh, they use less shampoo. They use less soap. They use less detergent, um, less maintenance and breakdowns on their uh, – of the rice makers in their fridge, their um, uh, dishwasher, their new Renai – you know, tankless water heater, those are all big-ticket items that can be helped by a water softener. So if you, got, if you have any questions, our phone lines are open, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We'll just uh, break for a moment, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Welcome back. Uh, We're going to go to the phone lines where we have uh, Frank on the line. Go ahead with your question, Frank. Oh, hi, Frank. Uh, Sorry. Hi, uh, Peter. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I have a question. My son has uh, uh, an apartment condo, and uh, we were talking about maybe um, switching over to a tankless water heater. There is no gas in the building, so it's all electric. Is that possible? It, it, there is electric uh, tankless, um, but I would not recommend them. I don't think you're going to really save anything. Uh, mm-hmm. An electric water heater is 100% efficient. So right. if that's what he has now, um, what would be the challenges he's having with that water it's heater? Not enough uh, hot water. Okay. So he may look at just increasing the size of that electric hot water heater? Mm-hmm. The problem is that it's um, a small area. It's in like in a small closet area. So that's one of the issues that we're looking at. So it, do you know what size is? Is it like a 30-gallon or a... I No, we were just talking about it uh, just a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So we just thought we'd do some exploring. Um, so you're saying there's not much point in uh, going into a uh, tankless water heater for that situation? For that situation. I mean, the electric ones, you'd be looking at putting one at each, for better terms, um, 
outlet of hot water. So you'd have one in the bathroom, one in the kitchen. So you end up having these smaller units throughout the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have found, you know, now I got to get hydro to those areas. And normally the costs of installing those, mm-hmm. uh, it ends up getting to be a huge cost and the benefit isn't really there. So the only option is to see if there's room for a larger uh, mm-hmm. electric water heater. Right. And I'm okay. going to ask Dan this question. You know, a 40-gallon electric, roughly, do you remember how high those are? Um, you're probably looking at uh, roughly 60 inches tall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's probably what's in there now is probably a 40. It's probably about 60 inches tall, and it's probably about 22 inches in diameter or 20 inches in diameter. So the larger size, they're just larger in height as opposed to diameter. Right. The um, The next one up from 40 is more like a 60, and you may have trouble with that. But I don't know if you've had someone check the elements to make sure that the elements are – he's running out, you know, consistently out of hot water? Yeah, that's what they're saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes one of the elements may be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, if the bottom element is uh, gone on that water heater, mm-hmm. you're only getting 20 gallons of hot water out of that tank. Right. It is a rental unit at this point, too. Well, I think I'd have someone come and check the elements because if it's just an element, I mean, that's a pretty easy fix for them and, uh, and no mess. You have to drain the tank, but uh, that would be a lot better for them. That's okay. You can drain the tank and have a bath, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Thanks, Frank. Right. And that's, you know, that is a common, what a lot of people are saying is, you know, yeah. they're looking at tankless because they're running out of hot water. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and seeing how that, you know, becomes a challenge and so forth. But, well, it, it, the big electric tankless, you can get some of the big electric tankless. And the uh, problem with some of those is, that, you know, a lot of places don't have the hydro to run that. Right. And and then you got to look at putting a new hydro service in and things like that. It's uh, sometimes they're just not feasible. Yeah. And I mean, there, there is one 10 volt units, but really to you need the 220 volt yes, to make electricity feasible and, and exactly so we don't like putting in those smaller units but now well, um back to a little bit to the water softeners you know yeah. we often hear customers will say well i've got a softener in but and i got ice an ice maker in my fridge but i don't like the taste of right. the ice cube right there are some people that uh they like the taste of the hardness um it, it's not really the taste of the hardness. The hardness, the minerals in the water add add flavor to water. Water's pretty bland without uh, without anything in it, and uh, a water softener takes out those minerals. So a lot of times people don't want their ice maker. Uh, it will prolong the life of your ice maker. Um, some people say that they're afraid salt will come through. Well, if your softener is working right, all of that gets flushed down the drain. Um, if you start to notice that that taste in the water, then you should have your softener uh, checked. But um, ice makers, sometimes people are, are not big on having their water soft for their ice maker. Now, how often should you replace the salt in a softener? Well, it will it will go down on its own. Um Normally, if you put uh, like a 50 kg bag in there, uh, it'll last you quite a while. It depends on the hardness. 
and how many times that softener uses that salt to regenerate itself. And when the water's harder, the quicker that wat- that salt will go down. So you may, if your water's really hard, you may find you go through a bag of salt a month. Um, that's pretty extreme, but that is possible. And again, you know, so- softening is one thing. Purification, that's if we're a, trying to remove stuff, is something totally that's different. That's a whole different ballgame. Then you're into uh, um, UV protection, um, special filtering, uh, reverse osmosis. That's that's a whole different uh, ballgame than water softening, actually. Well, and we'll maybe, uh, we'll maybe cover that in another show where yep. we have a little more time. We'll go exactly. through the... The reverse, reverse osmosis and yeah. how all of those things work. Yeah, and, that'd be a good one. And do that. So again, if you know, if if you're not sure of what the hardness is of your water, if you bring it into us in a a cup or or a, a sealed container of some sort, uh, we can check it out at our Wellington Road address. You can leave it yep. with us, and we'll we'll test it and give you what the the number is and determine whether you need soft yeah. softener or not. Yep. Um, but it's something that that our plumbing department looks after and does quite often. So I even had mine brought in just because when I turn on my tap in the morning, my cold water it's discolored, and I brought yeah. it in to to have it checked to make sure you know what is that yeah. is it something I need to be concerned about and and so forth. So it's something that we do quite often. So by all means, take advantage of that with our company. Um, we talked a little bit about the maintenance on new equipment uh, last week. Um, it is something that we recommend that even with a new furnace, it needs to be looked at. And, and I had an example of one of the calls over Christmas that our guys were out at. Um, hadn't had a maintenance done for four years and then had a breakdown due to it getting uh, plugged up. So again, we may not think I buy a new piece of, uh, you know, new furnace, new air conditioner. I don't need to get it maintained, but really you do. The new equipment sure. needs maintenance just like the new cars. They've got sensors, pressure switches, uh, so forth. And if those things aren't working properly, it can cause the furnace to carbon up, which can cause a lot of things to break down after That's that. Right. Uh, it's something that if we go out and do a maintenance every year on, we check make sure gas pressure can change, you know, fluctuate up and down, and we need to make sure that that's being tested and adjusted every year as it goes along. And when you buy a product from us, we include the first maintenance yes. so that it. we hope it will get people into the habit of having this this done and we look yeah. right after that. So it, it's, it, we want to make sure everybody's out there understands that maintenance is important. It is something that you need to, you know, plan on, put in the budget each yep. year um, to have done. Furnace for sure has to be done every year. If you wanted to stretch anything, an air conditioner, you could maybe go two years. But I wouldn't go any farther with that because if you have any kind of Freon leak or anything, that could be uh, cost you a exactly. lot if you don't get it looked at early enough. So we want to say again a big shout out to Chris and Jason, for the work they did uh, on call on Christmas and Boxing Day, we want to remind everybody that the voting for the Best of London uh, through the London Free Press and the Reader's Choice Award through the London Community News is available. Um, 
we want to uh, hope the uh, Team Canada, the World Juniors, yes. we hope them success today against Germany. Keep playing like they did last night. <laughs> they won't we'll have be, a problem. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> cheering on. We got our flags out and everything. So uh, <laughs> we hope they do well and bring home a gold medal. But uh, as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.